and welcome to Try It You Like It, the podcast where every guest try a food they hate one last time. I'm David Zwick, and I'm here with Winston Carter. Hey. Winston, how's it going? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Uh, seem a little under the weather. I am just riding out the last bit of a cold, so if okay. I sound gravelly, that's why. Yeah, cool. But I think I sound sexy. <sighs> All right, well... Let's just get into the podcast. You don't I'm think like, I do? I'm trying to not engage right now. You don't think that this gravel that does this anything sounds, for anyone? I don't know, man, because I'm not I'm not your target audience, I don't think, and uh, you're not my type. You could so be in there. I could be. I, I, if I this might works be for the, you. No, it does not. This feels weird. But if it works for, let's say, a Winston type? A Winston type? Yeah. So like a uh, quarter Arab, half black, Oklahoman, former Oklahoman. Yeah, maybe it crushes with them. I don't know. Not this one. If so. there's more out there, I want to know. <laughs> oh, All right, let's get into the show. Yeah, uh, so today we are joined by comedian and host of Weed and Grub, Mike Glazer. Oh, you sound great. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I, it's that. Uh, it's why I always think I should start smoking, just so I sound cooler. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No. We... As a as a podcast, and I'm going to speak for our whole podcast network. Yeah, endorse smoking to sound cooler. <laughs> <laughs> David, to watch you try to be like, how fast can I walk this back? <laughs> I got upset. <laughs> no, we don't endorse that uh, as it's a just podcast we, network. Just as our podcast does still endorse that. Thing. I was yeah, just thinking was. all the people were speaking on behalf of. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Ty Burrell. Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot <laughs> about that. Ty Burrell listens to this? Uh, he's on our network. We're on the same yeah. podcast, podcast network. network yeah. I feel comfortable uh, speaking for Ty, so yes, I think he does. We'll have to cut this anyway. <laughs> you can't talk about smoking on this podcast? Oh, we, we can talk about whatever we want, but we, we can't, can't say Ty Burrell endorses, endorses smoking. smoking so you have a cool-sounding voice. Oh, but that he sense. might say that. Yeah. We don't if know. If he says it, great. Yeah. Do you want me to text him? I'll just text him. Yeah, hit him up. Hit him up. No problem. Uh, yeah. So we I, should tease yeah. the food that we're doing yeah. for today's episode. So what do you hate? I spam, right? Yeah, yeah. spam. We're doing spam yeah, today. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, top to bottom. I don't like the sound it makes when it comes out of the container. Yeah, I don't like the oh. smell. Yeah, I don't like the uh, texture. The there's, yeah, every component of it thus far has been the most uninviting idea to me. Okay, well, so yeah, um, that's why I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, and check gonna, this out because uh, maybe it's gonna change my mind. Uh, let's hope. We'll see. Yeah, but first we're gonna get into a segment we like to call. Hot taste. Yeah. Uh, so, Winston, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah. Um, I uh, have a very simple hot taste this week. It is that I want to see cauliflower as a replacement for chicken items on more menus. That's it. That's you mean like a buffalo like a cauliflower buffalo, yeah. fried thing? But you can do it with any type of sauce. There's all kinds of different ways to do it. So you want to take the buffalo cauliflower and go to go orange to cauliflower yeah. instead yeah. of oh, orange oh, chicken? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because I genuinely think uh, that it's it's there's something really perfect about the texture. It's flavor wise not accurate, but the texture wise, it's like cauliflower has the most bite back to it, while also your teeth can sink into it. It loses a lot of its vegetal nature and just becomes like like really pleasurable. I find yeah, and, it's a meaty uh, vegetable, yeah, and it's really great. And I just want to see more uh, restaurants do that. I there are some restaurants that do it really well, and I want to see it on more menus. That's all. 
Yeah. Have yeah. you seen, uh, you know, if you take a whole head of cauliflower and you can, you cut like a cross section. Mm-hmm. So it's a really huge, yeah. large one. I feel like you could bread that up like chicken Parmesan oh, almost. Yeah. And it would be a really tasty bite. That'd be good. Doesn't uh, APL does that? Adam Perry Lang's restaurant, I think, has a cauliflower steak on their menu. Ooh. It's like an inch thick. like, And they treat it like a steak. Like they cook it and then do the garlic and uh, butter and uh, rosemary or thyme thing over it. That would work. Yeah. yeah. I want to see more of that. That sounds awesome, especially because I'm a huge frozen pizza fan. And I've been getting a lot of cauliflower crust. Oh, you're on that crust game? And yeah, I'm on that crust game. And it makes my stomach feel okay. Like, I don't feel sick. It also makes me wonder if you could blitz it up to like a real fine dust and use it as almost like a panko. You know oh, what I'm saying? Good. Like if like you a could, dried cauliflower, you'd have yeah. to dry it out, yeah. and then like you have to dehydrate it, then blitz it, and then use it as like a. Oh, my question is then: Could you actually crust cauliflower with cauliflower? Whoa! Like bread it with cauliflower. Snake eating its own tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. probably could. Probably because using the little like florette parts, right? I'd be using the whole thing. I'd just dehydrate the whole thing, and then blitz it up. It's all it's all the same basic matter, right? Well, stems I feel like have a different fibrous component to them. But if the they were florets. powder. It all mixes in. Sure, if they're powder, yeah. everything gets mixed up in yeah, the powder. I think so. yeah. <laughs> Classic theme of this podcast: everything gets mixed up in the powder. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is like it. It sucks flavors up real well. It's like a tofu it's kind great. of vibe. Yeah. I went to a restaurant I've spoken about on the podcast before, Jesse Boy, at uh, uh, Santa Monica and Vine in L.A. It's in and a they, strip mall, right? Yeah, it's a little strip mall. It's, it's right next so to a good. Starbucks. Right? Yeah, it's perfect. The perfect post hike meal. But they have like they do Korean fried chicken, and they also do like their version of like Korean fried cauliflower, and you can get both on almost any item. And they have it separate. So if you're vegan, like it is a vegan menu item. But and this is so weird because I'm such a meat eater. The cauliflower is the best thing on the menu. Like their cauliflower is unbelievable. Wow, which it's is high so praise fucking good. coming from you. Yeah. Oh, it's like. Me and my girlfriend each got one, and I got the chicken one because I was like, yeah, of course I want the chicken one. And I was eating some, and I was like, no, I was wrong. Shit. This is so much. They're both good. Right. Keep that in mind. But their cauliflower is killer. It's unbelievable. And I just want more places to do it. That's all. It's a very simple request. Wingstop, get some fucking cauliflower on your menu. Do you think yakitori would work as a uh, cauliflower ac- sure. application? I haven't had it grilled, but I bet it'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all about, like, all of these things I think are big what do you do to the cauliflower before you do it like they're all kind of half cooked and then you cook it again yeah so i'm just saying i like cauliflower do you think there's a there's going to be a day when you can go see the new avengers and you can just get a large bucket of cauliflower large bucket of cauliflower <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hope so i hope so man yeah i hope yeah. avengers uh what is it uh secret wars is what they're lining up for now yeah i hope for avengers secret wars too the storyline they're setting up right now seems to be secret wars which involves the scroll Oh, the scroll. Nice. the scroll or the scree, the scroll, the scroll. scree, scroll, 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 scree, scroll. Oh God! Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, and I get a large bucket. Rad. Do you yeah, think a want... little bit of butter? Well, Do you I just think want Kentucky no, I want to get Fried little... Chicken should rebrand as Kentucky Fried Cauliflower. No, that's oh, oh it fits. Yeah, <gasps> it's right there. Holy shit! Wow, popcorn cauliflower. Yeah. KFCC. Kentucky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fried Community C? College. Okay. No, no, the C is chicken and cauliflower. KFC and C. It rolls off the tongue. We've done the work for you. Yeah. Get it together. I, I could see KFCC being an effective marketing strategy. Yeah. Of just like someone teaching people about what cauliflower yeah, is. Yeah, I think that'd be great. This is a reach, but you make me think that like broccoli is the dark meat of 
um, vegetables because cauliflower is so similar to broccoli. (laughs) So it's like the chicken thigh of... All the farmers are like, well, the real flavor's in the broccoli. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I get it. People, for health reasons, eat cauliflower, but we only eat the broccoli, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty close. Did anyone else grow up not liking dark meat chicken? I was, no. I was raised that we just never had it. Yeah, I was in the same, and it was when I did have it, I was like, "This is gross," because it's such a textural difference. And it's so much fattier that it took. I mean, until this day, I have problems with like. Some chicken leg, like especially ones that aren't like if I cook chicken thighs, they're way overcooked. Yeah, just to get them to where I'm better with them, because uh, they're too moist and I don't trust it. <laughs> Ooh, I love that moistness. Oh, I hate it. Freaks me out. Like a wet, like a really good piece of fried chicken. Be like, oh, this is the best. And I bite into it and I'm like, this uh, does not sit with me just because I'm not used to it. I didn't know this. Yeah, there's like my my growing up, my parents always overcooked every piece of mm-hmm. meat because they were so afraid they'd kill us. Oh, yeah. And because it's you know dark meat, you never know when yeah. it's done because yeah. it doesn't go from pink to white. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it was always chicken breasts. What what are well, you're still here been... so that they succeeded? Yeah, they did yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If our folks had had meat thermometers, what a different <laughs> life we would have had. Um, yeah, so that's my hot taste. Good or bad? What are we saying? Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> good. I feel good about it. So mine is uh, relates to online recipes again, just because I saw something come up that bothered me, and I don't know how to fix it because it is paired with a general internet problem. Mm-hmm. But for a couple of things that we were preparing for today's episode, uh, I found them on separate blogs, and either blog was attributing the exact same recipe to one another. It was just a, a mirrored recipe, and it was so specific but it's just like there's no way that separately one two separate people came up with this exact same recipe. Mm-hmm. I just want more recipe attribution. Okay. On food I get blogs. It. Credit. Yeah. I, I'd like to see more credit out there. And sure, we're not perfect. We will steal Google image results for our Wednesday teases on Instagram. We're not the best. But we can all be better. Agreed. This is a bad hot taste. I disagree on uh, really. You're the guys on this one. I like the mystery involved in recipes. <laughs> you're the guy who, when they explained the metachlorians and the force in Star Wars, was like, "Finally, some explanation." <laughs> I'm not that dude. I want it to be mystical. I want the illusion. I want to think that I live in a world where naturally two different bloggers came to the same recipe. You don't actually think that, and separately, you love metachlorians. I love. I do love metachlorians for separate. It's a totally different thing. Um, but uh, yeah, you're such I a do. science freak <laughs> yeah, that when I, they said yeah. midichlorians, yeah. you were like, ooh, that yeah. does I, it for me. I scream it out like my, I scream it out, science freak all the time. <laughs> um, no, uh, I do. No, it's a good one. It's good. <laughs> it's I simple. Can't argue with it. But it was just like, this was stunning. And when we're in the tasting portion, I'll explain what it was. Okay. Okay. But uh, well, there's something like really interesting in all the cooking shows that you see, where it's like David Chang or when it was where, when Anthony Bourdain was alive. They always say like, "Oh, I'm stealing that," and they just right. like call it out while they're tasting another chef's food, yeah. and then they do. Yeah. And then in the comedy game, if you were to call out like that is the sickest joke, I'm going to be doing that. They'd be like, "No, you're not." Right. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of agree. There's an accountability there that should be held to a high standard. On our end, it's yeah. like I want to call out these blogs and give mm-hmm. them like a press on an Instagram post. But for this recipe, I couldn't do that because I'd have to choose one or the other. Yeah, and I don't know which one's right. Yeah, mm. that plays into something we bring up a lot, which is like the trend ways of big food restaurant, like like of of kind of fancy restaurants, like 
a couple years ago was everyone was having green strawberries. Like, like they essentially all go to the same five conventions and they all hang out with the, each other. And then one person's like, I tried this thing. And then they're all like, well, we'll put this on our menu. And I think there's a difference too between doing uh, like a green strawberry pickle and then someone else is like, no, I want to do like a green strawberry uh, like yuzu koshu yeah. or something like that, where it's like, oh, it's different. It's different, but I feel like it's like, um, like so if you're relating it to comedy, it's like, okay, cool. What if everyone was like, man, we're really going to rip on Nabisco <laughs> this week. Like, we're going to all have real Oreo, or, all jokes about Oreos for the next six months. Yeah. It would be fucking tiring. It would yeah. be exhausting. Even if they were all different jokes, and you're like, oh, Lewis Black gets up there and like screams about how, oh, why are they, why do I have to separate them? And then someone else says like, you know, like has their own different versions of it. It's still the same concept. And that's like boring. I mean, all art forms are reactionary. Yeah. But would you go to a restaurant called like Fuck Jerry Presents Roscoe's? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because that sounds very funny. <laughs> Like, why are they opening yeah. a restaurant? Yeah. Why all, are they going after Roscoe? Yeah. That's the moment. That's the moment when we're all like, "Oh, I get it. He is a genius." Yeah. <laughs> so we're all kind of like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I forgive his former sins. That's like, incredible. Uh, <laughs> the idea. Why are they opening a restaurant? <laughs> yeah, they've got the whole world. Yeah. They can do anything on the internet, and they're going to go after yeah. an LA institution. I would. <laughs> Where they can only reach like 200 people yeah. at a time, Tom. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what's the bid on this menu? I don't know. It's just a good menu. <laughs> it's just, oh, they put cauliflower instead of the chicken on this. They listen to our show. <laughs> no, uh... Fuck, Jerry, you can turn this off unless you like this sexy <laughs> yeah, voice. Yeah. It's a good uh, voice, man. Yeah, but I do think, uh, yeah. So yeah. you're. Where did this start? <laughs> <laughs> uh, recipe forgot. attribution. Okay, recipe attribution. You should. I agree. Yeah, I'm on board. But you were like, "This was bad," and I'll explain why. And you involved no, I, me. No, I tried to explain why, and I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've learned a lot about myself in the yeah. past five minutes. You can also say no opinion. No, I think it's. I think it's a good one. Oh, thank you. I think that's fair. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, especially for like cookbooks when things get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Like there was a there was a show. I can't remember what her name is. Of course, I can't remember what her name is. But she was one of the like first Italian chefs to ever win a Michelin star, but then she just got forgotten because all these men appropriated all her recipes and popped off oh. and then huh. it turns out that she was the creator of all of them, but it took a lot of digging to give her the props she deserved. Yeah. Damn. That'll happen. Yeah. Shit. Also, yeah, I I wonder if there's an element of unlike it'd be like would it be okay? Because now I'm really considering comparing it to comedy still. Yeah. Would it be like, oh, if you're using, like, it would be like if you're allowed to use the structure of a joke, right? So would that be like, it's not really stealing if you're using a, a basic structure of something, but replacing it with your own specifics or your own kind of take? Like a Mad Lib. Like, but like, but I'm like, but then again, if people stole, like, the structure of jokes can be stylistic. And if you, someone was doing, a Lewis Black on stage. That's the one I can come to because that's the most, you know what his jokes sound like. Right. Then we would all be like, oh, he's just ripping this guy off. I mean, Shit. listen to most comedy acts from like the early 2000s. It's like everyone is kind of doing Mitch Hedberg. And also, yeah. Yeah. we kind of are already okay with that in comedy. Because like, if you go to most shows, two out of the five stand-ups, because there's only five stand-ups on any show. <laughs> right. As we all know, that's the rule. Uh, are doing someone else. Even if it's not someone you've heard of, they're at least like interpreting someone else's style while they're figuring out their own. So maybe that's the same way in food is like, yeah, people are just like right now going through this phase and maybe when they're 35 
to 50, they'll figure out what their thing is. I don't know. Well, there's a difference between inspiration and downright mimicry and stealing. But the real question is, guys, what's the nature of art? (laughs) The real (laughs) is... No, uh, good hot taste. We could move on. Oh, you don't want to get into it? We can solve it. We can solve art. Yeah, we can solve art right now. Uh, Mike, do you have any hot tastes? I actually had one based on uh, the napkin you just grabbed. Oh. I was at a restaurant a couple days ago, and I don't want to name the restaurant because I don't it depends on how this hot taste goes but they had those thin napkins where you need to use like 30 of them and i used to be against it but i kind of love it now like i love like a thin napkin where you have a pile by the end there's something about it that i just really enjoy for me it's the type of what type of place was this like wings or wings i'm on board no i get it because you're not going to use because also those you're not once you've touched a wing hand to a napkin you're not going to use it again. Right. Even if it's a huge, even if it's a towel, a physical towel, <laughs> you would be like, all right, I need another towel. So then I'm like, well, thin napkins make sense because they're actually saving it. A two, if you're getting two of these thin for every one two ply. Right. Then you're actually saving napkins in the long run. That's what it right? that's what it felt like. It, like it yeah. felt like a waste, but then yeah, I was trying to do the math and it was kind of like more satisfying yeah. and I felt my hands were cleaner. Yeah, and they just take them in the back, wash them off, dry them and put them back together <laughs> anyway. So yeah. I mean <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm putting it out there, the slow conspiracy that wing places reuse their napkins. <laughs> I like the <laughs> sense of accomplishment of making a pile of napkins, yeah. where once there was a pile of wings. There should be more piles of food, because pile of wings, you get a pile of bones. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you go eat uh, by the plate sushi, you get the pile of plates. Yeah, yeah. that's great, too. How, what else? I think, okay, first, maybe buffets are not allowed to take your plates anymore. <laughs> they can't t- They can't clear your thing. I want to see how many plates I've gotten through at a buffet. I like And also idea. maybe smaller plates, tapas size buff- buffet plates. Okay. Where else? Where else do we want to see? More uh, piling? I want... Mul- this is... All I'm saying is things that are wasteful. Uh, I want only three ounce cups of soda <laughs> at <laughs> movie theaters. And I have to back them up. You don't want that. I don't want Wait, that. in your movie, in your like seat? Can, in yeah, your... they're st- pack it up. They're, yeah, guess what? Uh, but also, that's a good self-regulation. Because if I can only get so high before it's going to tip over, but that's about the height level where I'd have to pee mid-movie. So, perfect. Eyes, I'm what do you do for mini therapy. tubs of popcorn? Mini tubs of popcorn? Uh, I want individual <laughs> plastic-wrapped kernels. Okay. <laughs> They're so loud. Yeah. That's going to be so <laughs> It's not my fault. It's just what people want. Also, for this three-ounce cup thing, are you yeah. constantly going back and forth for more cups? No, or you bring out a tray of dis- cups. Oh, they bring you a yeah. tray of so cups. So here's the deal. Behind every seat, there is a small table. Yeah. And uh, the table will have like a section to hold all your popcorn kernel backs and a section <laughs> full of your preloaded cups of your soda. There's nothing I love more than going yeah. to a movie, unwinding, and just working. Yeah, just doing <laughs> so much tedious work. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, I'd love if like, so you one soda numbers. and a water on the back of every seat. No, I think you. I like think I order in cup numbers. Okay. So I order like, hey, let me get. That's a four-hour movie. Let me get twenty cups of soda. <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying that's better than the supersized cup? Yeah, I think so. This has been hot <laughs> tastes. That was a good hot taste, good hot by taste, the way. Good hot taste. Good hot taste, Mike. So, Mike, you're a Chicago boy, right? Yeah. Uh, where do you grow up in Chicago? Uh, so I grew up in St. Louis. Oh. Ah. And I moved to L.A. from Chicago. And um, I feel like L.A. or Chicago is more of my like formative years where I actually like came into my own and uh, just learned who I was and kind of carved out an identity that I was satisfied with. Okay. So, yeah, but I grew up in St. Louis, home of uh, Emo's Pizza, mm-hmm. which has Provel cheese on it, yep. which is not 
cheese. It's like Monsanto cheese. Right. But everyone seems to, I used to work there, loved it. Oh, oh wow. you worked at Anemos. I worked at Anemos. I worked in the kitchen making the pizzas. Oh, wow. Yeah, smoking weed behind the dumpster and then making pizzas uh, in the kitchen. Living the dream. What <laughs> kind of was. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do we have to cut that out? Can I no. not talk about no, that? No, you can talk here? about weed. Oh, okay. Weed? Yeah. Yeah. You c- couldn't have said, perhaps, I was smoking weed in the kitchen and making pizzas behind the dumpster. <laughs> mm-hmm. That might get, emos might not like that. Yeah. The uh, pizza place I worked at in college had a problem with people smoking weed in the break room to the point where they kept, like, they were a very pro-weed place, but they were like, guys, listen, you just can't fucking... Don't fuck in the walk-in and don't smoke weed in the break room. That's all you have to do yeah. is not those two things. Yeah. Don't fuck in the walk-in? That ha- people, I don't know if anyone fucked, but I know people made out in the walk-in a lot. Like, you'd go back there and there'd be, like, literally, like, a female butt imprint. Maybe not a bare butt, but definitely someone had been sitting where there had been loose flour. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, because like, you keep your flour cold and then, like, not... This sure. wasn't a prep station. Right. Sure. Very clean restaurant. Excellent place. I don't know that I've ever named their name on the podcast, so I'll keep yeah. talking about it. But yeah. Nothing better than having a lot of space to roam around when you're making it. Yeah, in a cold, cold walk-in <laughs> fridge. Was this the kind of place where everybody had like a, a cup of something while they were working? Um, no. This okay. was a very... You were not drinking when you were working, but we did have a system. This was maybe the best job I've ever had. They had a system where you could buy... When you worked there, you got half off of like your non-shift meals and then 90% off your shift meals. Oh my God. Uh, It was awesome. So you had to pay for them, but it was like a buck. Yeah. But they also had a, literally a tab system on all the beer fridges where you just, it had everyone's name and you just mark, it was like a honor system of you just mark down your beers and then they take it out of your paycheck because they did split tips. So you get cash tips and then paycheck minimum wage and they take your beers $1 a piece off of your paycheck. That's incredible. Fucking rad. Wow. <laughs> it was it was it was the only place I've ever gone where like when we would go out at night, we would be like, Oh, let's stop by work, sit in the break room, get real shit faced, and then go out. And yeah. that was common. That's the yeah. kind of place where I would just I'd forget that I was working there too many years. <laughs> Dude, if I had not left, I would still cause managers there got health insurance. It was it's the coolest job ever. Like anyone I know who say I'm like, Yeah, I fucking get it. Yeah. You're happier than me by a lot. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, I think one hundred percent. You'd be happier if you were working Dude, in a pizza restaurant. It was a and- rad fucking job. It was a very cool job. Like, I know people, I think, who have now gone back. And it's the one thing I'm like, I get it. It's fucking cool. It's a fun life. You can have a very full life and, like, work your whole life there and be very happy. Nothing wrong with that. Are there retirement parties at this pizza place? There's not retirement. They have, they have two company parties every year. A fucking pizza place shuts down and has two company parties every year. One for the 4th of July and one for... Christmas? Is it Christmas? Yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, man. Wolfgang Pucks, huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Spago, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the pizzas we were making did have caviar on. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. It's the dream. It's it great. is the dream. It's yeah, fun. I love it. I loved. Um, is uh, that the dream? I think so. Yeah, I do have to do a thing, a part of our podcast right now because you've said where you're from. Mm-hmm. I have to guess all the foods that you grew up with. Oh, fun. Okay. So uh, we're talking St. Louis, Big Louie. Yeah. Uh, barbecue for sure. Fuck yes. Uh, Shit, the other thing I was going to say was the pizza with Provel. Mm-hmm. What the hell do they have? Uh, you have to drink lots of Budweiser. A ton. Right? Yeah, Boone's um, Apple Wine and Budweiser. Uh, and then, shit, is that all I know can about I give you? Can I give you a hint for like yeah. one more St. Louis thing? Um, it's normally not toasted, but we toast them and add marinara sauce. Shit, normally not toasted? Bananas? No. Uh, do you know, dude? Is, is it, it garlic bread? 
No. no. Is it, it's not a it's bagel. It's Italian. Oh, it's Italian? It's an Italian dish. That's it's normally no, not no, toasted. toasted. Pillows of meat. Pockets of meat. Ravioli? Oh, breaded ravioli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The bread ravioli. Yeah. That's St. Louis thing? I didn't know that. Toasty ravioli. We Very... had that in uh, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah? Some some of the chain restaurants, yeah. We're not far off. We're not far apart. No. No, yeah, you're um, uh, Kansas uh, away. We touch each other. Missouri and, uh, Missouri and Oklahoma touch each other. Do they? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Kansas is directly north. Tip. Missouri yeah, Kansas is, is north. Yeah. Is north. East. Oh, so yeah. like near the Ozarks? I'm from closer to Missouri than I am Kansas. Oh. Where I grew up. Interesting. Yeah. Funny enough, Ozarks, first place I ever had saltwater taffy, changed my life. Saltwater really? Saltwater taffy's delicious, and I had it at the Ozarks playing mini golf. So much fun. Wait, were you in Branson? No, the Ozarks. Okay. Oh, the Ozarks? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what path were you on, and what path did it set you on? Uh, with my saltwater you fandom? Went, yeah, yeah, with saltwater <laughs> taffy. So uh, that's why I'm here. I have a book coming out in November. <laughs> called Salt, it. comma, water. <laughs> Instead of that uh, salt, fat, acid, heat, it's salt, water, taffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Some Samin? No, Nosrat. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Her follow up is salt, water, taffy. So that's it for things. Have you had Missouri wine? Missouri wine. I just learned about Missouri wine. It's like it's hyper sweet. Really? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it is. It is like yeah. Everything there. It's a. It's a ton of. Well, actually, recently, Bon Appetit had a a restaurant in St. Louis that was on their like best of list at the end, oh, and really? that was like cuisine there has come so far because I did. I grew up with just like all the processed foods, and even when you go out, the food is still processed, like Provel cheese. It's uh, but it's I don't know. It's chugging along. Hopefully, it's evolved a bit. They have like duck fat fries there, and everybody's into it. Everyone, I think, with the. He, like the basically cable TV, everything cable TV, and then Bourdain being so hugely popular, everything has everything now. Almost like people like I go home like one of like that uh, like Oklahoma City has one of the one of the best restaurants in the nation now, and I'm like, what the fuck is going oh, on? Oh, is it none such? Yeah, it's none such. Yeah, uh, and they also have a huge Vietnamese food scene there. So I'm like, everything now is everywhere. That's just yeah, unless you want to get like I maybe like. Sichuan cuisine is probably still pretty regional in America. Like we like 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 LA if you have one restaurant that does it. But otherwise it's like everyone has a killer Thai place that's not doing the basic stuff. Everything has it's good. Yeah, it's a good thing. We're, we're still talking cities. Like good. suburbs are still pretty yeah. chain heavy and you're not gonna find yeah. a great uh Laotian place in the middle of nowhere. So, okay. no, I'd love that. Uh, Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah, just get to get like really good lob. Like, so b- when I was visiting uh, back home over Christmas, and we went to the grocery store because we were gonna make like a family meal and cook together, and so we all went to the grocery Big store mistake. in St. Louis. It was the biggest <laughs> mistake because all I wanted to make was um was like guacamole with some pomegranates in it, or just something you know, something a little fancy for the vibe of it's, the- it's a dip you know but it's got a pop <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a celebration meal i get it yeah. pomegranate <laughs> <laughs> totally and so we went to the grocery store and i asked the uh produce place because i couldn't find them. i was like where are the avocados and they're like why would we have those and it's like <laughs> where are they and it was like a section a small section of like six rock hard avocados and i was like okay well maybe there's something else and i was like where's the cilantro and there's like oh we don't have fresher and it was just like these pre-cut the cups co- oh yeah, yeah. of frozen? cilantro oh, yeah and i was just like yeah. i was like oh my gosh like i am quite spoiled in la and but also i guess maybe there's not a market for 
any of that in Missouri, in like the suburbs of St. Louis. I forget how avocado heavy we are out here. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that like at any time avocados are like 99 cents on avocado, like that isn't normal. For yeah, the, they were $20 rock hard yeah. avocados. <laughs> wow. And then they said, I was like, well, I was going to make guacamole. And he's like, oh, just buy it. It's right over there. And then, you know, I was like, come on. I look at the ingredients in the top 12 or chemicals. And then number 13 is avocado. Also, to say this, I don't think I've ever had an avo- like a guacamole out of a pre-made thing I liked. N- never. Because I'm like, this doesn't last. This doesn't keep. I don't want, I don't want guacamole that's more than eight hours old. Right. Yeah. It's just like, it's not gonna keep well it's not my thing because even if you do the like lemon juice trick you're still only getting like two hours out of it yeah you can like what i've done is just scoop off that gross looking top and then it's fine it's fine but it's not great it's not great we all what we're saying is guys stay in california just for the avocados (laughs) that's it one thing i went growing when i was in uh chicago before i started like assistant directing main stage and stuff at second city i worked in the kitchen and i was the fry cook i was the cook but everything was fried because it's so easy and what we used to do when we would get slammed would take the pizzas that we were supposed to make in the oven at eight minutes a clip and we would just throw like three in the microwave on top of each other and just nuke them for three minutes hard right and then put it in the oven to crisp it up for the last one minute Mm -hmm. and nobody knew the difference but it was fucking disgusting I get that. That doesn't because uh, the pizza's pre-made. Yeah, that does not bum it me. It doesn't out. bum you out. Okay, I'm like that's you're great. just. You already know you're buying you're a just pre-made cooking pizza. It. Yeah. yeah. Like, like as all I care about is is it crispy? Right, and we would so crisp it and it was fine. melty. Okay, yeah, that's fine. If you're even like, I thought you were gonna say we toss them in the fryer. I was like, hey man, if it fucking works, I would, I would I'd, fuck with that. Yeah, that I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of like weird pre-made foods like that. Like, like I will routinely buy a, uh, is it Red Baron pizza? You love a Red Baron. Oof, I'm a big fan. That's a thick crust. No, I like the thinner ones. The oh, thinner okay. ones. Not the huge ones. I, don't, I, I think of the mistake on any uh, like grocery store frozen pizza is thinking you're getting a product that's going to resemble like good pizza. What you need to do is like, I'm getting this type of weird product and be happy about it. Put some Fair. ranch, buffalo sauce, and call it a day. Oh, that's so you do. You like, do you church it up at all? Dude, I pull the all the pepperonis off and cook them separately and then crumble them and put them Wow. I I didn't fuck around. (laughs) This is such an exclusive. That's That's how you get it. That's how you get it good. So you have like, because I like crispy pepperoni and that's how you get it. And you can redistribute and then you pour that pepperoni grease on there. Like you half bake it, do that, let it finish. It's delicious. Recipe attribution right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Are you gonna mark that on our thing? Yeah. Do you want it? You can trademark yeah, it. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, I want TM that it. trademarked. Yeah, Tia Winston Carter, twenty nineteen. It's done. Great, 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 great. Uh, so tell us a little yeah. bit about Weed and Grub. Weed and Grub podcast. Yeah. So uh, my co-host Mary Jane Gibson and I. Her name. Her first name is Mary Jane. Very Perfect. lucky. Right. Born yeah. to do this. Born. Yeah. She was the. She was the culture editor for High Times. Okay. And that's how we met because I was doing all those High Guys Buzzfeed mm. videos at the time where I'd meet a sloth and smoke with Snoop and eat a ice cream sundae with a monkey in a diaper while I'm mm-hmm. really high. So your best days. Uh, best days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that called? Uh, best salad days. days? Sa- is salad Salad good? days. Yeah. yeah salad days. Think... It's the worst phrase because uh, salad day sounds fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's, it's good. These are the salad days. It's supposed to be you're crushing it. I don't know why. Huh. It's the right? long salad days That's, of summer. Right. It's supposed to be. Isn't it? Salad days <laughs> is supposed know. to be the good thing. It I, is. I, I promise it is. you. We'll yeah. look it up at the break. I'm pretty sure salad days is a positive you're supposed to feel good about it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I would say pot roast day sounds more accurate. <laughs> but 
teach their own. Yeah. <laughs> so this was our pot roast days, yeah, and I, uh, um, and her and I, she was she. They were doing a cover a story about me for High Times, and her and I hit it off, smoking weed and snacking, and we we're like, we should do something together. And the more we hung out, and the more we got to know each other, about a year later, we were like, let's make a podcast about all these conversations we have. So we smoke some really great weed. We Great. get out a bunch of delicious snacks, and then we'll interview everyone from Jim Belushi to Tommy Chong to Open Mike Eagle, or right. we'll just have a solo podcast between us, and we'll argue about sandwiches. Oh, yeah. It's pretty great. That's rad. Yeah. And yeah. we just did like a West Coast tour. From, and you were all over. From Anchorage all the way back to LA and then New York and Vegas and back here. Did you drive that whole British Columbia drive? We did. Oh, nice. It was nice. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It was unbelievable. Living the dream now too, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long roast. Yeah. It's been it's been that cro- <laughs> that crockpot simmer. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike, your beef's still good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that like, was where the pot roast jokes ended <laughs> when he said your beef is still good you can't say that mine is the one where it's over just because you didn't say it that's not fair oh man uh, uh, I don't know where to go from there yeah it's just called weed and grub and um, and the uh, the other like beautiful thing about it is that we've been able to interview people like sommeliers and cooks mm-hmm. And as I mean, she cooked on an Alaskan fishing boat for oh, four rad. summers, which is amazing. So she was like, they would, you know, hook these salmon fresh out of the water, throw them down to her in the galley kitchen, and she would like fillet them up, and that would be lunch. That's a fucking cool job. Yeah, yeah. Do you get a cut of? Is that like the uh, like the great deadliest catch type shit? Fuck yeah, man. Do you get a cut of it for that? I'm wondering if you like get it because you know they all like split their shares. I'm like, does the cook get a share? Because that's a fucking great gig. Is you're just like crushing it, just fucking dudging his crab all day? That's a job I could get. Behind. I would argue it's one of the most important jobs too. Oh, I think so. You know, yeah, because these dudes got to be fucking. Yeah, you got to pounding eat. it in. You might like this job, Winston. Dude, I if you don't think every year I've gone, what if I just left for the summer and went and like gold panned in Alaska for the summer? I'm like, how do I get that fucking job? I would go through three months of hell to come back with 20k. I'd be very happy with that. Yeah. Because uh, I like in the deadliest catch videos, there's the guy who's like, "Yeah, I gotta lay down like 60 eggs." Yeah. In this morning, we're doing French toast, so that's three loaves of bread. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the most boring uh, testimonials they do. On the show. No, it was just and like dudes a- are like, "Oh my god, I got cut open on that one," and the dude he's like. We're out of French vanilla. We don't have any more. It's from one of the first episodes. And he's, yeah, where he's oh, just shit. like walking through what he cooks. Oh, damn. Because it's, it's Wait, all it was still a documentary before it became like like spicy. Well, it's also just showing that like the boat is rocking and he's still got to like keep things I would love on that. the cooking surface. That would be so fun. God, that'd be fun. Yeah. That's rad. And and the 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 one thing that she always mentioned was like so she would be baking you know two dozen chocolate chip cookies for like that like afternoon thing yeah but what you don't realize is that the oven and all these hot spots are uneven because the boat is rocking mm-hmm. and then sometimes there's you're on the the smoke is gonna just travel the wrong direction because the boat is tilted and you've you're just like I gotta get the fuck out of here yeah you know? <laughs> that's fucking badass it's I knew cool. people who cooked on trains it's not that extreme. I wish it was. Yeah. Yeah. Trains the, are, the train trains are not as rocking. extreme as boats. That's my hot take. <laughs> oh, that's, it. that's it. But planes. Plane planes, planes are probably not as as, as extreme as boats. I think boats are probably the most extreme cooking thing. You well, can you, do. we don't. You don't realize the turns that some planes are doing because you're pulling G's because you're moving so fast. That's true. Have you guys had roller coaster omelets? 
I don't know what that is. I just think that'd be like an intense, <laughs> that'd be an intense chef position. I love the idea of, uh, yeah, I'd like to sit in the front, and also I would like a Denver scramble. <laughs> that is just a man with a propane, a little camp stove, yeah. just just covered in yolk. <laughs> so bad. And but how cool would the loop be? Oh my because God. it would flip itself. Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> at, the, at the bottom, tosses it up. And relands. And catches it again when it comes back down. Uh, the centrifugal force catches it yeah. when it's up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, we, just, we just wrote a brilliant sketch. Yeah, that's it. Let's just uh, convince Disney to let us make that. Yeah. It's their biggest, their biggest uh, new IP yeah. is uh, Roller Coaster Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be a Disney XD show. Yeah, it run 100% good. Oh, yeah. There we go. Especially if they're like young kids who failed on MasterChef and this is their only chance. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> this is their only chance for what? Uh, uh, chef Glory. Yeah, yeah. Chef Glory. Yeah, they're already 14 by now, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> get your, your, not, get, stop being a junior, just starting to be a person. Uh, yeah. So we should get into spam. We should. Okay, Let's okay. talk about it. What's the, your deal with spam, man? You know what? It's it, the whole, like, from the look to the smell to the uh, techniques that you can use for it. I've mm-hmm. just never been of i it, even down to like picturing that small dice cube it's hard for me to like get around just the look of that small little cube of meat there is something in like built into us that it is gross i think because it is a prepared food product we should clear up okay so spam is just basically minced ham yes with some added salt extra salt it is and spiced fat. ham yeah and then packed into a tin can yep and then cooked in that can again right so as to stop anything from growing in it and it then its own for gelatin. Ever. Yeah. yeah, that was that caught me off guard today in preparing it. Uh, but I was like, I love this. I was very really? happy about it. Yeah, it's rad. Um, in opening a can last night, I was like, dang. After feeding a friend's cat for a little bit, it's like this shouldn't smell as close to cat food. Yeah, I don't. I don't have that problem anymore. Once once I found out Purina owns Jack in the Box, I stopped having a problem with dog food. Is that Do you right? Guys know, Purina no bought idea. Jack in the Box as a. This is the story I've heard as a losing investment. They were like, we'll lose money on this fast food chain, so we're going to buy them. And then I was like, oh, I love Jack in the Box tacos. And that meat's real fucking close to dog food. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. Why did they buy it as a like loss? Like as a losing it. They were like, oh, this will lose money, so we can write this off on taxes. And then it became wow. a fucking success. That's a story I've heard. I could be wrong, but I do know those, the company that owns Purina also owns Jack in the Box, or it did for a while. Wow. Yeah. So I don't mind. My, my cats should eat as well as I eat. Fair. Yeah. I dug it. I will say that. I haven't had it in a while, and I had some today in prepping it for this. You said you had a thing you wanted to talk about in relation to it. Was it the gelatin? In relation to spam? You had a surprise with spam. Oh, I didn't. I had a surprise separately that I haven't even brought up yet. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about spam. It's not about spam. Oh, talk about it. I smelled Hakarl last night. Oh, really? It was in. Fermented shark. It was in LA? Yeah. Why didn't you call me? Huh? Why didn't you call me? I'm sorry, my I don't have a Siri call David a food things happening set up. You would <laughs> so, know I'd chase down a car. David Tracker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know I, I would chase I found that. Out, I'm gonna try to source some for the show. From okay. the, but someone had it at a show I was at and they opened it. I was in uh, the Pack Theater in LA and uh, the great at a great show called Shitpost. I'll plug it since this is where this happened. The I was in the very back of the theater. The dude on stage opened it and it worked its way across the theater. Wow. That and he opened it for 10 seconds and then closed it that's how fucking strong did it anyone was. have it uh no one had it people were smelling it and like about to erupt uh, vomiting great but i was like 
wow, this is, it wasn't that it was like, it was a bad smell. It was more, he opened it for not very long, pretty fucking far away from me. Yeah. It's an ammonia. It's fermented shark with like an ammonia smell. It's bad. From Iceland. How did he get it? Uh, Someone brought it back. Someone went to Iceland and brought some back. So I'm going to try to hit this person up and see if I can buy some off of them. Yeah. But that that fucking low key Hakarl, bro. Yeah, I I'll want some of that low-key Carl. I don't want it. I don't oh, want, I want it. it. I want to I was, try it so bad. I didn't yeah. specifically take it from him there because I was like, if I take it, I'm going to have to fucking eat this tomorrow. I am not ready to eat this. Oh, I would have. It'll stay in your nose, I bet. I like, bet, you'll oh. taste it well after you've tasted it. I need to know I'm going to, like, a Vegas buffet the next day <laughs> when I have it. That's <laughs> really? what I need. I need, like, to be like, I'm going to have this, and I'm gonna, I know I'm going to put some other bullshit on my... But then tomorrow, I'm going to load myself so full of tasty treats mm-hmm. that there's no way this will stand up to it. Or yeah. maybe same day. Maybe same day buffet later that day. That's what I have to do. That sounds about right. But that's it. That was It was a separate thing. It was okay. a tangent. But I knew. I was like, I have to bring this up today. Absolutely. So, back, back to, to spam. Don't smell as bad as Hakarl. Spam. Yeah. It's made so by yeah. Hormel. Yep. It's an American thing. It's a huge treat. It's uh, obviously like we know it a lot as being really uh, used a lot in Hawaiian dishes because it was a way that they could get meat early on before like like in earlier times. Yeah, it was it was huge during the Pacific theater of World War Two. That's why it is so prevalent in like Guam, the Philippines, uh, Okinawa as well. U.S. servicemen went basically during the war. A big sign of American imperialism was spam. Oh, uh, that's why in Hawaii as well. There's that uh, very famous statue of all those dudes uh, pushing up the flagpole at the top as a big spam. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That was one. not worth it. You <laughs> don't think so? I think it lands if you know what's Iwo Jima. Huh? I think that lands Damn if you it. know what's Iwo Jima. I do now. Yeah. Now you do. Yeah. Clint Eastwood made that movie about it. Yeah. Flags yeah, of Our yeah, Fathers. Yeah, yeah. Spam of Our, our Fathers. fathers. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> this was not worth it. Letters, Sorry, letters from Iwo Jima is the Japanese. He made. T- he made those two movies that were about the same thing. Oh, really? That same year, yeah. That's a cool idea. He did an American side, and then the Japanese one was so much better. Hmm. All right, well. Yeah. So spam, you don't like it. Well, yeah, well, this is interesting to learn the history of it, because I really didn't know um, like what regions it was popular and why it's po- it's popular. So this is this is kind of a cool history lesson. Yeah, and it's like it's. I like it because it's the closest thing we can get to like an MRE kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Like it, it has a peel-off top. It's got that very much like... Like I could see like Tom Hanks wearing like like uh, camouflage stuff, opening one and yelling at someone to like get up on top of a hill and then eating some. Yeah, it's got that vibe to it. I think the other part, thinking about that, that is such a turnoff to me, and I'm really excited to try it again today because I hope I'm wrong about this. Is it just doesn't seem versatile? It seems like it is what it is. And as somebody who grew up eating so many hot dogs with melted cheese and ketchup on top mm-hmm. of them, like that to me was just like perfect. So why would I try any other processed meat besides a hot dog? Okay. That's that's, that's a valid fair. argument. Uh, I'll say one thing you won't get today because we try to track it down and they were closed is uh, Spam Masubi, which is just, oh. it's like, uh, it's a fried piece of Spam yep. covered in sauce over rice and wrapped in onigiri. It's usually in the middle of two pieces of rice, right? Like it's like a little sandwich. A little sandwich, a picture yeah. Of, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. We're going to track yeah. that down because it's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a very, it's a Hawaiian dish. It's a Hawaiian yeah. dish, but uh, they were closed and yeah. we didn't make it ourselves. Yeah. Uh, but that's one if, if today you walk away with like 
these were all bad. Mm-hmm. Go snag a spam musubi can, if you can. I, I think I will, just yeah. on principle. Yeah. Can you get that at Ono Hawaiian Barbecue, the chain? I, I bet you. you I bet they do. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I. Uh, so um, that's one thing you're not having. Yeah, that's something you're not having. But I, I would say it's. I'm surprised at how versatile it is. Like I, I'd, uh, I lived in a couple of houses in college, and one of them, one of the girls was Filipino, and so she was always either making spam and eggs, or spam fried rice. And that that was my first introduction to spam because otherwise the idea of spam is gross to me or was the time. And then in eating these tasty dishes, I was like, it's fine. It's no worse than a hot dog. As I've gotten older, there was there's a period when you're like, oh, that's just sitting on the th- out there. How can that be good? But I'm like the number of things I've watched where people are like, yeah, and then we, we take the fish and then we put it in olive oil and then we can it and then we pack it. And it's this, and it's this fucking delicacy. And I'm like, it's all the same goddamn thing. Yeah. It's all yeah, the, the same. Yeah, the fact that I eat tuna yeah. fish it, I, I shouldn't can. why am i grossed out by spam and yeah. not tuna from a can i'm it's not a pork boy in general like i don't eat a lot of ham in my life i don't buy a lot of pork unless i'm like really have a like know what it's going to become so maybe that's a little bit of the problem yeah like i love a good chop yeah sure always but, but yeah that's about it yeah some people like my girlfriend buys like like routinely that's part one of the meat she buys and it's not that's not my life it makes me think of um oh where was i uh, it was, oh, I can't remember now. It came and went. It was about, it was about, oh, I remember Oh, you're thinking was. of uh, Spam, Weird Al's uh, parody of yeah. R.E.M. Stand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spam in the place where you live. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's uh, what you're thinking of. I think it was, yeah, uh, one of my top 10 songs. Thank you so much. <laughs> totally. I um oh I, I I'd be curious to do a little research too to see if there's that restaurant and that chef who makes their own version of spam. Oh, there for sure is. You yeah, know? there's for sure multiple. I I would bet, especially now, I bet there's a gastropub in every city in Hawaii that has one that like they do their own, and then probably a lot of cities in California too. Uh, there's got to be because it's just potted meat. It's not like. It yeah. wouldn't be that if yeah. you grind up like pork shoulder yeah. or something, right? Yeah, grind up or grind up ham, yeah, or leg oh, of ham. Yeah, because really, it's already a pre-cooked product that then is recooked. Grind mince ham, then put an emulsifier in there to get it to stay together, yeah. and then recook it. Yeah, so it holds. It shouldn't be too hard. We didn't make spam. We'll say that. I'll say that yeah. now. Good. We yeah. have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we made some stuff. We are try- we. Sometimes we're like we have to like we'll have conversations over email about like what are we gonna make what are we and we have to be like listen. If one is going to be fairly easy for us, let's let that one be easy for us. Because the other one because, today was going to be baloney. Yeah, and we would have gone apeshit. Like we, there we, were things on yeah. the baloney list that would have been. I'd be curious to taste them, but they were yeah. more difficult. Yeah, so like, we're like uh, pickling yeah. baloney. Just teasing things whenever yeah. we do a bologna episode. There's going to be pl- pickled bologna. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which we could have pickled spam. We could have pickled spam. I'm happy we did. Yeah. After tasting some spam today, I think we chose right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I haven't had it in years and years and years. I had it today a little bit because I had to taste what I was making. Can I'm you recall it what's gonna the be. last time you had spam? Oh, my gosh. More than years and years. Okay. Like, like years and years and years and years. Yeah. So I know. I really can't. <laughs> I, I remember. I do know it was on pizza, because um, it was Ooh. like a pine, it was like that pineapple yeah. and spam version. So I do remember, but I could not tell you how long yeah. ago it was. I do like a Hawaiian pizza. And then, how are you feeling? 
I'm I'm wildly curious. Okay. Because Good. I uh I'm I have such preconceived notions, mm-hmm. and so I really want to like step next to those notions and be open to enjoying this. So you're looking at like five or six bites. Okay. And you can stop this at any time. Okay. But we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're eating some spam. <laughs> We're back. So let's walk through, uh, as always, go to Try It Like It Pod on Instagram, Twitter, wherever to see what we've created. But for this episode, we're looking at four bites on the plate. and Five on the plate. Five bites on the yeah. plate, and I just surprised with a dessert, but I will show it once we've gone through all the meats. I've only surprised you once on this show ever, Yeah, and it was a sweet surprise. Yes. Usually when you surprise me, I'm upset. Oh, yeah. You were upset. <laughs> Will I be upset today? I think you'll like this. Okay. All right. Is I, it just a chocolate cake? <laughs> oh, I wish. Okay. No, I, th- it does involve spam, but I think it's my first time attempting this kind of dessert. And I, I think... Swear to God, if you made spam trifle, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> oh, it's just so, like cubes in yeah, a layer cubes of... Cubes <laughs> and then bread and then there's some kiwi and then custard. It's not a spam trifle. I think it makes sense, but we'll 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 reveal it once we've gone through I, our... Okay, I want you to give me a chance to guess what's under there because I think I know what it is now. Do you want to guess? Can I guess right now? No, let's go through our meal and then you'll guess. But I want you to give me a chance. You'll get the opportunity. So let's talk about the the meats that are on our plate. We're looking at uh, fried up spam. Yep. We're looking at fried up jalapeno spam. Yes. Looking at fried up oven roasted turkey spam. Yes. Uh, We smoke spam. Yep. So that's, we took a barbecue sauce, let it marinate. Uh, in it, well, first marinated in a dry rub, then after a few hours was put on the smoker for two hours at two twenty-five, uh, and then was basted with a barbecue sauce. Was there salt in the dry rub? A little bit, yeah. It's gonna be the saltiest thing. <laughs> after tasting this earlier, I was like, "This shit's salty. Like, yeah. it's really salty." There's salt in the rub, but uh, I, it'll be great. I treated it like I yeah. would any other meat before I smoked yeah. it, uh, and then. Spam fried rice. So, yeah. Winston, what's in that? So, spam fried rice is uh, there's a bunch of recipes. I wanted to make it a little simpler. So, this is literally spam uh, diced up, like cubed up into pretty large cubes, cooked in the wok, pull it. Uh, then I added green onion, uh, a little bit of garlic, and then my rice. Fried that up, hit it with mushroom soy, and then Ooh. normal light uh, light salt soy or low sodium soy, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, and then finished it with pineapple. So, I was going for like a kind of Hawaiian y kind of. Pineapple and ham flavor. Sounds great. Yeah. Let's jump into Spam. Let's do it. We'll try the OG first. Yeah. Yep. Cheers, Cheers buddy. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's really good, It's right? really good. Yeah. Like, it almost has... And and it, I feel like the description I'm about to say is gross, but it's really not. It's like got that like salmon flaky texture to it. It it's is like so a salmon soft. burger. Yeah. 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 It's so... The the only thing I find weird about it is how light it is because I'm like otherwise it just tastes like, you know like like a spiral cut honey ham yeah yeah except that the, the except that it's even more tender than that could ever be but otherwise it's fucking good yeah <laughs> it's really and good because of the saltiness I'm already thinking of I'm like I'm ready for another bite yeah like I'm already ready for round two no it's great yeah. let's do the um, turkey next okay do the turkey great. all right this one I'm really interested in yeah my issue with it is I don't get a difference in taste. I like it, but I wouldn't know it's It does weirdly taste identi- very similar. It's not as intense. It tastes like fake oven roasted turkey yeah. a bit. Like there's an artificialness to it that I'm not as big of a fan of as just the OG. 
but I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Wow. It's really... <laughs> this fuck. is fascinating. Do we all love spam now? <laughs> this is an old Well, my spam. thought was we are looking at maybe like three 10-ounce hunks are sitting on my counter right now. And earlier today, I would have thought like, uh, I'm just tossing the spam. It's not the worst thing in the world. Right. I'm probably eating spam all week. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Damn. Uh, let's do the jalapeno. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this one I'm real curious yeah. about. Putting a crisp on it really helps, I think. I think yeah. it really does like... I love the jalapeno. Yeah. I love it. The only thing that worries me is the jalapeno flavor reminds me that it's in a can. Like, does the jalapenos have that acidic that feels pickled? And that makes me a little... But it does taste fucking good. My pitch would be, with that jalapeno one, would be to, like, use it on nachos. Mm-hmm. It makes me think it would be a delicious thing on a nacho. I think that'd be really good. I was thinking with, like, a cream cheese on yeah. top of like a jalapeno popper, a spam jalapeno oh, popper. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be delicious. That'd be really good. <laughs> we, like, I mean, uh, both both sides of my family are Jewish, so as soon as you say cream cheese, I'm like, like, oh, yeah. spam and cream cheese. <laughs> yeah, but that's so unkosher. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you, you could go turkey. You could go turkey. Yeah. Depends um, on how kosher you are. This is okay. a very surprising tasting thus far. Yeah. I'm really interested by this smoked one. I want oh, yeah. to get into Let's this. Because okay. uh, I tasted like there was some of the smokiness on my fork, and I was like, oh, shit. So here we go. Hmm. Okay. What do you think? It's a little smoky. Mm-hmm. Like those little smoky yeah. things. That's what it tastes like. I would say, two, one, this isn't my favorite preparation of Spam, mm-hmm. but this fucking barbecue sauce is delicious. Yeah. yeah. It's spicy, and it's sweet, mm-hmm. and it's peppery, and it's so good, man. Oh, th- Thanks. Did it's, you make you made this? Made the sauce, but it's inspired by the Winston recipe. Mm. Winston, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whole, yeah. It's really simple. It's, it's a simple like apple cider, cider vinegar, vinegar and it's like five ingredients: ketchup, brown really? sugar. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow! I I'm. It didn't really do much as a. I was wondering if it would change it with being in the smoker, where it'd be like real tender or something. It didn't really no, do no, and it was in there anything. for two hours. There's not a lot. Because it's such a uniform product, it's just going to be what it is. Right. And there's already not a lot of water content yeah. in it, so it doesn't spoil. I like that because it the, the sauce helps it capture smoke. Yeah. For sure. I think it's good. It's like already so great. You're like, yeah, maybe you don't need to smoke it because it's already great. I, the lesson uh, is like, yeah, you just need it out of the can. Like, yeah. You don't need to zhuzh it up all that much. God damn. Yeah. We all like spam. We really do. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think of, had I not been such a picky eater growing up, like I could have made my mom and dad's life easy because yeah. they could have just like had another thing that I mean, could have been in their repertoire. I don't know how great it is. Oh, it's you. a lot of salt. Yeah, it's, we were talking. It's only got like five ingredients. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, what yeah. is it? What's it say? It's it's pork mixed with ham. There's water. There's potato starch, and then there's sodium nitrite and salt. So pink salt and salt, right? Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. So curing salt, salt. It's great. And curing salt at a certain level is not that great for you because it has the nitrates. nitrates. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So are either of you good at math? Uh, I can do math. Yeah. You can do math. So this has six servings in it. Mm-hmm. Each serving is two ounces. So what is that? Twelve ounces in a spam yeah. can. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Seven hundred ninety grams of sodium Jesus per Christ. serving. So what is seven hundred ninety times 9, six? Almost ninety six hundred. Wow. It's <laughs> a lot. It's a lot. Ninety six hundred grams. Wait. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like what those gram cubes look milligrams. like. Oh, but still. Well, I don't know what still the ratio. Ninety six grams, right? <laughs> yeah. No, you're still. It's. It's 4,800. What? It's like 790 milligrams. Yeah. So that's 4,800 milligrams for six servings. Eight times six. It's close to 4,800. Uh, what was I doing at times eight? You you doubled it. 
Oh, I did times 12. And you were the one who said you were good at math? Yeah, fuck it. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but still, I that's like... That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, so it's not that bad for you is what you're saying? Yeah. It's yeah. still great it's for you? It's fine. Yeah, mix... <laughs> yeah, uh, I do my full, version of... Uh, a full Spam Cube me. is... No. Twice your daily yeah. sodium. I do spammer size me, and I just eat spam for a month. <laughs> Ooh. I lose weight because I'm so uh, no water in me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> terrific. Yeah, my bones creak, but mm-hmm. I feel good. There's something about that like raisin skin. It's so yeah, you look great. Ooh, great. Uh, so we should jump into the fried rice. Even in sure. the sun, I haven't left my house. So uh, yeah, let's jump into this fried rice. So there's big, big hunks of. I cut the hunks. I think a little too big. It's pretty good. I think spam and pineapple is awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah, the fried rice is fine. I I mean I'm like cool. I could eat this. This yeah. is fine. I'm shocked. I'm I'm really shocked. One, this is really good fried rice. Oh, yeah, like it's seasoned so well, mm-hmm. and that's so tasty. But I I was coming into this thinking that spam would be bad, mm-hmm. just bad, because it gets such a bad rep and it's such a cliche, you know. Or yeah. like maybe it's not. What's the word I'm looking for? Not cliche. Um. Uh, like it has stereotypes against it. I feel it's, like it's kind of like got that like, like it's like almost hacky to not like it. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. Oh, you gonna eat spam? Yeah, motherfucker, I am because <laughs> it's fine. Well, it's also, also like taking on culture, like because of Monty Python, because of like the fact that our uh, we have a, a section of our email for the email we don't want is called spam. There's oh, all, that's all these things that are happening related to this product. Oh, wow, I never thought about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's like, here's the waste. Here's the yeah, stuff so you w- don't you want. You don't want this. It's spam. But uh, That's interesting. All right. So I have a, I think I, I'm going to guess what's under that. Yeah. Is that a spam apple upside down cake? It's not a spam apple. Is it a spam pineapple upside down cake? Yes, it is. Fuck yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Which also means you check your email because I've sent this to you in an email. Yes. (laughs) So we're going to take a second and open it up. Yeah. Oh, great. And if you hear the break music, it's because it's taken a while. Pop this bad boy open. So oh, that, it's oh, beautiful. You gotta flip it. Oh, I haven't flipped it yet. all right. I want to get a video of it. Oh, this looks great. So you just replaced wow. the cherries with yeah. pieces of spam. Yeah, I'm <laughs> fucking fascinated to see what this tastes like. Uh, this looks incredible. I'm trying like the little pieces of spam stuck here, David. Yeah, they're fascinating. <laughs> they're so weird. <laughs> because they're not. They this doesn't taste like spam. This now tastes like meat. Because it's completely gotten rid of water. Like, they're dried out, and they're, like, hard. They're much more meaty than normal Spam. It's weird. So let me walk through what's in this pineapple upside-down cake. This is the one that uh, there were multiple Spam upside-down cakes with no one saying whose was whose. Uh, So this is two ounces of Spam. Uh, You make a brown sugar uh, butter, melted butter topping. Then you place pineapple rings from a can and spam around in that topping, and then you make a cake batter using pineapple juice, flour, eggs, and butter, and that's it. How long is it in the oven? Uh, Like 45 minutes. This is so unbelievably good. Really? This is yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, uh, I, I'm going to say this right now, a very impressive cake. Like, this is the lightest cake I've seen. That, did you, you did not use a box. No. This is unbelievably light. Did you use cake flour? No, all purpose. This is nuts. Holy shit. Because so, like, I've, I've never had a cake that's this light that wasn't out of a box. The trick of the recipe is that you, you whip, whip up, yeah. using okay. an electric mix, mixer, whip up the eggs with the sugar. So they triple in up. volume. 
but you cre- cre- really cream the shit out of it. It said triple the volume it, of the eggs and sugar. Is it yolks are in there too, or is it just Whole the eggs? Really? Yeah. Because this is like I'm like really blown away. I'm mostly just like how the fuck? Because I made a fair amount of cakes. I've never gotten one to be like this. Yeah. Yeah. But this like, is canned pineapple juice it's in so the batter. Good. Holy cow! This so spam I just on the, the edge is delicious. Yeah. I, I know you're all about attribution. I'm going to just attribute this to you because oh. that's the first time I've ever had this, and it's so good. Wow. Fuck. And the edges, those yeah. crispy, They're caramelly amazing. edges are so delicious. They're so good, dude. This is by far the best thing you've made for the podcast. No I way. I really think it is. Really? I think this is easily the best thing. Yeah. This is the most fully complete, like, Weird use of a, of the ingredient that also is makes it because I love pineapple upside down cake. This makes it better. Yeah, oh, shit. Like I, I think this is better than a normal. I think so because normally it's maraschino cherries, which are overly sweet. Mm-hmm. This is weirdly balances. Ah, it's fucking good, right? It's really? really good. You got me thinking of like you know when it's like you start going to those summertime parties where everyone brings a dish, mm-hmm. and this is that kind of thing where everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then you're, they're gonna take a bite and they're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, yeah." yeah. It was pretty easy too. This is a killer cake. Yeah, Look, I'm gonna find. Oh goddamn! <laughs> Bring it to parties. That's per- that's the. Perfect I think so because it's a showstopper that everyone's questioning, but then they're gonna be blown away. I would like. Uh... I would whip up sour cream and put that on top of it. That's the only other thing I would add. That'd be good. Tartness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this is amazing. Oh, thank you. Or like even like just like frozen, like actual frozen yogurt, like something tart on top of it and cold is all I'm missing. But that's not you. That's just this fucking good, dude. Holy shit. And and I don't know about for both of you, but as we tried each of these uh, varieties of spam, my palate was a little blown out by salt. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I was just like kind of destroyed. And then this sweet, cakey, mm-hmm. it, like I'm back. I feel good. Well, it stops here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, spam. now he's made a shake out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like this I thought great. about an ice cream, but this seemed like the, mm-hmm. the best use. Yeah. If you would win Chopped, I think is the best way to describe it. Oh, yeah. Except you can't make this in half an hour. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. All right. You if there was make a pancake version. Oh, a pancake would work. Yeah. Um, Ooh, a pineapple pancake with this? Mm-hmm. That'd be, That'd be fucking rad. We could breakfast. Like uh, similar to like a bacon pancake because yeah. I love a bacon pancake. Yeah, that that's great. always my go-to if I have like leftover cake stuff at home, yeah. as one normally has <laughs> half a box of cake. Uh, I make pancakes out of it. Yeah, because cake batter just into a pan is cooks fast is delicious. Yeah, that's so good, dude. God, wow. I want another piece, but I'm like, you can't do this to yourself. <laughs> but I can't. It's, it's yeah, well, there's half a cake left. We ate half a cake. It's really good. <laughs> Man, oh man, yeah. Well, I mean, I I did not, I didn't expect to uh, come over, be a guest on this podcast, and then have my whole tune change. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're one of our rare full 180s. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, we usually like make something that our guests is like this is okay, right? Oh, I might try that if someone else ordered it now, or if pressed, I'd eat it. But this is yeah. like, oh. It's so or, good. Or we have guests who are like, I don't like this thing. And then we're like, you haven't had this in 20 years and your memory is very specific. Like we had a mango sorbet episode and we're like, you love all this, but you just like mango sorbet and you didn't know you liked mango sorbet. Totally. But this is like, you had a definite opinion about it for a reason. Yeah. And then just your, your I, taste changed. I, yeah, it really did. And I, I, I mean, I, you know, all three of us cook and we love mm-hmm. cooking. So for me to like taste spam and realize it is way lighter than I thought. Like I, it's like you could make great burgers out of this. If you yep. did a thick cut of it, it wouldn't that be that bad because it's thick. Yeah. Everything about this, I'm uh, I'm really surprised. The only thing is what we were talking about when we were when you were um 
um, throwing it in the pan was maybe a little update on the look. Yeah, you're 100 right. On the that. packaging, yeah. yeah. Bump but it up a bit. They're doing it that purely for nostalgia. It's like people oh, who grew point. up eating this. The can hasn't changed. Yeah. Oh, and it's if you the same old spam. You're so right. Like the Tricks Bunny didn't get an afro or like have a mohawk or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just the Tricks Bunny. Like yeah, it just like stays the same. Lucky from Lucky Charms isn't wearing like a hipster beanie and <laughs> he's vaping on the cover <laughs> of a cereal box. He's just wearing a shirt that says over it. Yeah. <laughs> Count Chocula isn't vaping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah, so you're right. Like there is yeah. like that. If they changed it, there'd be an uproar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Is Count Dracula like a no limpic shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Just really like, chill the fuck out, Count. <laughs> He's so yeah. tri- What a tryhard. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so if people shit. want to find you, Mike, where would you have them go? Um, please listen to our podcast, Weed and Grub. I think that is the best place to get to know Mary Jane and I and um, sh- follow that Instagram, at Weed and Grub. My Instagram is at GlazerBooHooHoo. But I'd much rather promote um, our podcast than anything else because it's a gosh darn joy to do. And we uh, have some really great guests and conversations on it. Yeah. Former guest of our podcast, Haley Field, was on your show. Absolutely. Uh, So, yeah. Go check out Weed and Grub. Uh, And then, as always, you can find us at Try It Like a Pot all over the internet, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Winston, do you have a superstar shout out? Yes. You can go to Jesse Boy again. I need you to go first. You need me to go first? You got one? Yeah, I, I got you one. You also, if you have a superstar shout out, which is uh, anything in LA or anything in general, you'd be like, this place fucking rocks. It could be food, could not. Go for it. Great. Okay. Yeah, um, I'd love to go third. Okay, cool. I have one. Yeah, I'll do mine. Go uh, for it. Uh, Arts District Brewing. Oh, That's you mine. love it. It's the best. Yeah, it's great. It's, uh, it's probably going to end up being my birthday uh, destination for the second year in a row because I'm I trying to think of something better and I can't. It's the fucking perfect type of like brewery but also they have liquor if you have friends who don't drink beer i think they probably have some wine there too they have food that's good and it's like a very fun it's just a perfect kind of like spot for la like indoor outdoor kind of that vibe i love it yeah and it's Uh, in a cool part of town yeah uh in spite of its weird name i'm gonna blow up maza which is on the on sunset right by the 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 matcha cafe okay and millie's cafe you know what maza's great Millie's Cafe is where it's at. I love Millie's Cafe okay, so much. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right. Millie's Cafe is like yeah. uh, the underrated brunch spot for the east side. It is the best brunch yeah. you Have can you get Not yet. on the east it's, side. It's really like one of those, because I'm very specific about, I hate when I go to breakfast and it's like 15 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, fucking God damn it. Like, Or it's like 15 bucks and it's not the amount of, like, it should cost less than 10. Yeah. The Millie's Cafe is about 15, but the portions are really insane. It's all very good. You're eating. There's a little indoor, but mostly on the curb on Sunset. It's great. It's a dynamite place. That sounds it's fantastic. Busy all the time, even on weekdays. And now I get why, because it's awesome. Um, have you all talked about Animal on this podcast? No, yet? we have not. I feel like that would be the place I would, especially with a spam episode, I would want to shout out Animal because it's my favorite restaurant Mm -hmm. in probably the world. Every meal there is just bananas Mm -hmm. and they always use the odds and ends. It's always, you know, the rabbit tongue and the veal strip and, uh, but everything is like what the way that um, Chef Michelle Bernstein described it when I interviewed her was like, oh, it's like high-end stoner food and it is. It's beautiful high-end stoner food. They have poutine on their menu, right? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Animal, John and Vinny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Winston. Yeah. Yeah, you're due to challenge me. I'm due to challenge you? Yeah. David, I want you to document what you do with the rest of the spam for Done. Our Instagram. Easy. All right, that's Great. it. It's very simple. Done. Okay. 
Cool. So as always, thank you all for listening and have a good one. I'm Steph Garcia, host of That's My Story, Period, a compilation of hilarious stories from people who happen to get a period. We've had stories about losing teeth, tampons on basketball courts, and even a little taste of Hollywood. I also interview some guests to give you, and me, even more menstruation knowledge. So check out That's My Story, Period on Campfire Media, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can have that time of the month all month long. Campfire.